Well, here we are. Only this time, I am not alone. I've got a guest and I cannot wait for you to meet them. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Market Your Biz Better podcast. I'm excited that I'm not alone today. I have a wonderful guest who I've been blessed to have in my life this year, the year of the pandemic. I am making that long list of all the people that I got to connect with during 2020. And I'm excited to bring you today's guest, Laura Neiser. Hi, Laura. Hi, Deb. I'm so excited to be here. Welcome. Welcome to the Market Your Biz Better podcast. I um, want to share a little bit about why I picked you to be on this episode. And then I'll invite you to share with our listeners a little bit more about you. But what I love about watching you in your business, Laura, is how you are a true guide. Um, This year, I've watched you really evolve and pay attention to the things that you're really good at. Instead of trying to be everybody's life coach, (laughs) you know how that happens. (laughs) So one of the things that I was really inspired by was when we were talking and I invited you to come into the for love of your biz, for the love of your biz mentorship and teach a masterclass to my members Um, really focusing on why they're playing small and why they're not showing up. And I know that I have strategies to help them show up and become more visible. But what I really liked and the number one reason, besides the fact that I adore you, the number one reason why I wanted you to be a guest on the podcast is because you shared with my um, mentorship women examples of how they could get through the fear of playing small, right? Of not showing up as their authentic self. So we are definitely gonna get into that today. So if you guys are listening, settle in for this casual conversation because we're gonna go a little deeper, I think today with (laughs) Laura. So Laura, tell us a little bit about you. What do you want my listeners to know about Laura Neiser? Okay, well, I am a life coach. I'm certified through the life coach school. And um, in my coaching, practice, which I call Agape Soul Spa, because it combines two of the things that I just love, which is Agape, which is the Greek word for unconditional love. I love to show up with unconditional love for everybody and Soul Spa, because I love me going to the spa. I love going to the spa. And my vision for the coaching practice actually was born on the lanai of a spa in Maui. So Um, In my uh, coaching practice, Agape Soul Spa, I love to help growth-minded Christian women break free of anxiety and frustration and that overwhelm that comes from people-pleasing everyone (laughs) and really give them the tools that help them cultivate soul-satisfying relationships and lets them go and pursue their purpose with confidence and freedom instead of like being all, Oh, what's going on? So, yeah. So that's what I love to do. I love to coach people. (laughs) And you're good at it. So some of the things that we talked about in the group was actually, um, for me, it was mostly, um, 
the self-sabotage and the playing small, right? The, yes. the procrastinating, the, oh, I don't want to show up today. I don't want to show up that way. Uh, someone's going to judge me, right? Yes. So we're going to go a little bit into that in a minute, but I want you to talk about your relationship with marketing, because I think, <laughs> I think this is really helpful for people to see that um, we are all on our own journey when it comes to being visible and it becomes when, when it's time to make an offer. So share a little bit about what your relationship with, with marketing is in your business. Yes. Well, it hasn't always been the best. I have to tell you <laughs> because I fell in the trap of playing small and trying, like you said, like trying to uh, fit into the mold of what I thought I was supposed to do mm-hmm. when I was marketing. And when I was trying to do that, I wouldn't show up and I wouldn't, I would not. And when I did show up, it was like this weird, creepy, needy, like, Hey, please look at me. <laughs> and it was just a mess. It was a hot mess. And so, um, it, I finally was like, okay, practice what you preach and let's do some of this work. And I like pulled apart all of this, the limiting beliefs and just the mistaken beliefs, the, the things where I was looking out at other people who I really admired, um, you know, I was looking at them and how they were doing stuff. And then I was trying to be a copy of them instead of just being me. Mm. And oh, you're right over this last year, thanks to some great coaching from you, by the way, (laughs) (laughs) I, um, I really was able to finally just really change what I saw marketing's role as. And I quit trying to see it as like, um, like an ad for me and instead see it as me just showing up and connecting with people, getting to know them and serving them, just serving the living daylights out of them and, and going to where I like to go, which is teaching and coaching and just serving them. And when I did that magic, it was magic. I, I forgot about me and I was focused on them, my clients and my students and just whoever happened to show up for the live or the challenge or whatever it was. And I just focused on taking care of them, serving them, meeting them where they were at, helping, you know, listening to them. And it became a dialogue and it became like, ah, this is fun. I like this. (laughs) And yeah, so that's kind of the evolvement of my relationship with marketing. It's beautiful, right? But I mean, it's parallel to so many other things in our lives. And I really believe that the best coaches are the ones that are coached. Yeah. And so, right. So you can actually give these examples and I'm sure you work with women in your groups, in challenges, one-on-one who have these limiting beliefs that you also had absolutely who can better guide them than someone who's actually coming through them as well. So let's talk about some of the limiting beliefs that you hear, um, or maybe you heard with, with my group or that you hear on a daily basis that you help people break through. That's what, that's how I feel about the work that you do is while they don't, doesn't necessarily take years, you know, you basically are helping people identify something and then break down the steps 
so yes. that they can get through that. So let's talk about just maybe top two limiting beliefs that you hear in women. Um, I think the, the, the biggest one is the, the belief that they have to get it perfect. That, and I know this one tripped me up for a long time, but I hear this one a lot, which is like, well, I don't want to do it until I can do it perfectly. I don't want to show up on camera until I look perfect. I don't want to show up and put something out there like, you know, a freebie or something like that until it's just perfect. And we're never going to be perfect. And guess what? People don't actually like perfect. <laughs> they really don't. And so um, when you show up authentically and from a place of service, that that transforms everything for you and for the people that you're talking to. They would much rather have you showing up as you and being a real person that they can relate to mm -hmm. than having you be some like perfect Stepford wife marketer kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Any others besides perfectionism? I know that's a big one. Yeah. Sure. That one. And yes, there's it's... one, and there is one that you and I talked about. So if, if you don't have one, I can actually. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Tell me that one. So, it's probably uh, the one I was thinking of. It was fear of judgment. Yes, that was exactly where I was going to go to, which is very closely related. It's like the sister to perfectionism. Ugh, it's, like, it's like the wicked stepsister. Yes, because the only reason we think we need to be perfect is because we're afraid someone's going to judge us as not measuring up. And so that is one that I see that in virtually every client that comes to me, mm. whether they're uh, entrepreneur or not, it's, it's just so pervasive in mm. all of our mindsets and it shows up in really sneaky ways that you may not even recognize as it being that limiting belief, but it's when we're looking outside of us to get our identity and our security and our like meaning mm -hmm we are setting ourselves up for that compare and despair and the whole like, oh, I can't do that. Someone might think bad of me. And it's when you really are able to connect with and value who you are and know that you are worthy and you are, you are exactly who you need to be right now. And you don't have to measure up to some external standard out there. Mm. But when you really can connect with who you are, it, it just sets you free from all of that judgment, you know, fear of judgment. And then you're able to get out there and forget about yourself and just serve because it isn't, you're like, I'm fine. I got me no matter what happens. And it's so funny. I get asked a lot, like, cause I am very comfortable just getting up and speaking to people or being on camera or whatever. And I've had people ask like, how do you do that? And I'm like, well, cause I know if I get up and I make a total fool of myself, that's okay. That's going to somehow serve somebody somehow, you know, like that'll work too. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that's a really interesting way to look at it because the, 
you know, we're, we're online, but let's, let's use the metaphor of like being on the stage, right? Yes. So what's the worst thing that happens? You trip up the stairs. I mean, we've yeah. seen that in the Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> we've seen women in gowns, you know, dressed to the nines trip. Did their, did their yeah. career flop because of that trip? No. No. If anything, people probably called her and said, we want you in our next movie because you yeah. laughed. Yeah. Because made people laugh, right? Whatever it was. Yeah. So I love I love that uh, mindset of what's the worst that could happen. Yeah. I could connect, somebody could connect with that moment of fragility that yes. you show, right? Yeah. And the truth is the worst that can happen for me is I feel something. I feel embarrassed or I feel whatever I decide to make that mean. And I know how to feel my feelings. That's one of the, the key skills that I teach my clients is how to process your feelings instead of resisting them, reacting to them, or trying to use something else to distract yourself from feeling them. Cause when, you know, like I can feel humiliation, it's just a feeling in my body and I know how to process it. Then the world is open to you. Cause you're not afraid to try anything. Mm, so good. So how has the internet, because we are on the internet and that's how we met, right? How has the yes. internet impacted your business beyond 2020? Like just your, you know, yeah. you started your entrepreneurial journey a long time ago, long before this year, but how has the internet impacted your business, your life, your clients' lives? The thing that comes to mind to me is all of the amazing women uh, and men uh, I've gotten to connect with mm -hmm. over the years. And I mean, I've had clients as far away as I'm just North of Austin, Texas. So in the middle of the country, you know, in yeah. the South, and I have had clients in New Zealand, Canada, London, um, all over the world. And it's just been a, a beautiful thing, especially this year when we were all kind of, you know, holed up in our homes to be able to show up and, and open up my laptop and get to connect with these amazing women, especially the ones in my group coaching program, because we have really formed a bond, not just me to, to each client, but the clients to each other in that mm -hmm. program. And it has been so beautiful to see these women. Um, right now they're they're all in America, but they're from all over coast to coast, north to south. It's just been beautiful. And so for me, that's been so fun, Yeah. which if I were happen. just a local coach, I would miss all of, I would have missed meeting all of those amazing people. Mm. When we are able to get back out and be with people, what are you most excited about for your business? Oh, go, traveling and going to conferences and meeting people. Yeah. I can <laughs> I tell you're, like, you're so excited. Like you're screaming and you're screaming in your chair. Yes, I am. I'm, I cannot wait because I have met some of my like biz besties at conferences and yeah. I've met my um, the, co the coach that the coaches that I've worked with, I've met at conferences or through connections I made at conferences. Yeah, the connections are good. Yeah. It's just amazing. And there's nothing like getting to, you know, 
go out to lunch with a group of people and you don't know each other, but you get to talk over what you've just learned and connect. And then it's like, you're bonded. <laughs> it's right. great. So, you know, that I talk about being inspired in your messaging and in your marketing, and if it doesn't feel right to let it go and to really post with passion. And I know that you have passion and fire within you. So share with us where you get your best ideas and or inspiration from when it comes to either writing a blog or maybe creating a challenge. Where, where does your inspiration come from? Honestly, once I kind of got over myself and just <laughs> was like, okay, how can I serve yeah. it? The, the best inspirations for me come directly from my clients. So okay. listening to them in our coaching sessions and hearing what they're struggling with. And it's so interesting to me, like when you're listening, you start to hear the themes and like, maybe I, over the course of the week, I'm coaching multiple people. And on the surface, you wouldn't think those sessions were connected, but when I'm really listening, there's, there's like so many threads that run through them. And it's those things. When I start to hear and see the themes coming across from my clients, then I'm like, okay, this is pervasive. This needs to be talked about. And that's where I go. That's how I got my idea for um, the challenge I did in October. And I got 200 women signed up and it was amazing. We, and it was called escape your worry loops for oh, good. I was just going to ask you, tell me more about yes. what, what is a worry loop and so, yeah. tell us how you helped women escape it. Yes. So a worry loop is when you kind of are stuck ruminating on a fear. Mm. So, and if you know, you're in one when like almost every sentence starts with what if, what if this happens? Well, what if that happens? Well, I don't know. What if this happens and you, or you're stuck looping on worst case scenarios and all of your fears. And so you really, when you're stuck in one of those thought loops, you become paralyzed because you're just constantly asking yourself questions and looping on what could happen instead of looking at your objective reality, what's there, look at the facts and make a decision based on the result you want to create, how you want to look at those facts and the perspective you want to have on those facts. And so in the challenge, I took them through five days and we broke down the process. It's essentially the main process I use in my coaching, which is the self-coaching model, which was created by my coach instructor, Brooke Castillo. And it's basically your circumstance, which is your objective reality is neutral. Like you and I could look at the same set of facts and have totally different meaning to it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so we look at our circumstance, that circumstance will trigger us to have a thought and we're going to filter that the set of facts through, I always use the analogy of like your glasses, like it's the, the pair of glasses you have on, which is your whole life experience and all of your beliefs. You filter those facts through that lens and mm -hmm. so the way you think about those facts is going to create how you feel about them. 
And when, how you feel in the context of that situation is going to drive how you show up. So if you're afraid, fear always causes us to shrink back. We go into like fight or flight. So we're either going to react and like lash out, or we're going to just shrink back. And, um, our actions of when we put together, how we show up in that context, that's going to create our results. And so once you can like see how it all fits together, then we can start to just, I like to say, it's like your brain is like this big bowl of spaghetti and it's all tangled up. And we, in our coaching, just start to pull out the thoughts and let you look at the impact those thoughts are having. And you can just get free so fast. It was amazing how the women who were doing the work with me in the challenge, which was a lot, I was so excited to see how many people were showing up and doing it. And by the end, like they were just saying like, this is unbelievable. I have been struggling with this for like months and months. And in some cases years and boom, I see it. And now I'm free. And, um, you know, you can't heal what you can't reveal. And so like when we reveal it, it's like, like shine a spotlight on it and you see it. It's like so much of that uh, is so easy to wiggle loose once you see it. Love that. I don't know if that I answered your oh, question. <laughs> oh yeah. I wanted to know what the worry loops were yeah. because I know we talked about it in the class, but you can't heal Let's what you don't reveal what you don't reveal. I love that. Yeah. So good. All right. So tying this all together, right? Tying it all together. And I, and I would say most, if not all of my audience are entrepreneurs or is small business owners. What is something quick and quote unquote simple that an yeah. entrepreneur who feels stuck can do to help them taking that, that, that step, that one step or one action to move themselves forward? Yeah. So you can ask yourself, how do I need to feel to naturally want to take that action? And then come up with, I call it, go into the thought dressing room and just try on different ways of looking at that situation. So let's say you really want to show up and do some Facebook lives, mm -hmm. but every time you get there and you're about to click the go live button, you, you shrink back and you're like, no, maybe next week. And at that moment, just notice what you're feeling Right. And then ask yourself, what would I need to feel to click that button? Maybe it's confident. Maybe it's just something as simple as willing. I'm willing to show up <clears throat> and just see what happens or curious. I wonder what's going to happen. I wonder who I'm going to meet. I wonder what impact I'm going to have. And then you can, as soon as you start thinking about the, in those thoughts, you're going to cultivate those emotions and that'll naturally let you take that action. Awesome. I like it. The feelings <laughs> dressing room. Yeah. yeah. I'm going in there. I'm going to go in there. It's funny. Cause you know, it could be for, for someone else, the thing that's so easy for me is crippling. Yes. Right? And for other people, what's so easy for them might be crippling for me. Right. So it's so, I love how you said like the same concept that, that the same topic is going to show different emotions for both you and I. And I love yes. how you break down the feeling part. 
So where can my listeners find you, connect with you, tell us, we will drop all the links into the show notes, but where do you love to hang out, Laura, and where can people connect with you more? So I hang out mostly on Facebook and I, you'll find me at Agape Soul Spot on Facebook. Awesome. And um, my website is probably the best place to connect with me. I've got some free stuff over there and uh, that's agapesoulspa.com. And agape is A-G-A-P-E, agapesoulspa.com. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing your wisdom, guiding well, thank us. Thank you on for having me play bigger and be more visible and uh, acknowledging how we're feeling and not saying that it's, you know, going to keep us where we are, but instead addressing it. I think that's the most important thing that we are acknowledging. Um, and we can all make these little changes in our lives, in our business to help ourselves have a greater impact on yes. our world. So that's what it's all about, right? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, Lara. You guys, I'll see you on the next casual conversation. Hey, thanks again for listening to this episode of the Market Your Biz Better podcast. I absolutely love connecting you to the people who help me market my biz better. I know there are tons of podcasts that you can listen to, so I'm pretty excited that you've chosen to listen to mine. Now, I want you to hop on over to the show notes, use all those links that we dropped over there for you that we mentioned in this episode, and I will see you next time. Now go market your biz better.